Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story shows you how great it is to have a pet and how sad it can be when a pet disappears. While Jenny and her friend Natalie search for clues about what happened to Butterscotch, Jenny learns some important lessons about forgiveness. Chapter 2 The Blue Ribbon Plan Jenny's mother had her head stuck in the refrigerator while Jenny ate her breakfast. Genuine, is this your feet putter watch? she asked. Jenny's hand stopped halfway to her mouth. Huh? Her mom closed the door of the fridge and held out a glass bowl filled with something that smelled very strange. I said, Jenny, what is this you're feeding butterscotch? She tapped the bowl with one finger. And why is it in one of my good bowls? Jenny finished another spoonful of Captain Crusader's cereal before she answered. It's a special diet, Mom. I asked the man at the pet store what would make butterscotch's coat shine, and this is what he said to feed her. Couldn't you just brush her? Mrs. Wallace asked, wrinkling her nose at the nasty smell. Oh, I'm doing that, too, Jenny replied eagerly. Mrs. Wallace spooned Butterscotch's food into a plastic container and put a cover on it. Let's keep it in here when she isn't eating it, she told Jenny. You can still use the bowl, although I can't imagine why you want to feed her out of a good glass bowl. So she'll feel special, Jenny explained. Mrs. Wallace laughed. Why don't I just get down the crystal dishes so she'll feel really special? Would you? Jenny asked hopefully, before she realized that her mother was joking. As always, Jenny waited for her friend Natalie so they could walk to the bus stop together. Natalie had already heard about the pet show. I brush butterscotch every night for at least 15 minutes, Jenny explained again. And she doesn't mind, Natalie asked. No, butterscotch loves to be brushed, Jenny said, and she loves the special diet I put her on. It's making her coat really shiny. This afternoon during library time, I'm going to get a book about cats from Mr. Boardman so I can study up on them. Mr. Boardman recommended a book called Me and My Cat. Jenny put it in her book bag and took it with her everywhere she went, reading it at lunch and sometimes during recess. Natalie jumped rope on the playground beside her. Come on, Jenny, she called. You can read that old book anytime. Let's skip rope. If we find someone else, we can practice doubles. Jenny looked up from her book and tried to block the sunshine with one hand. I can't, Natalie. I only have a little time to learn everything there is to know about cats so Butterscotch can win that blue ribbon. Natalie rolled her eyes. That's all you ever think about anymore, she whined. It's not the only thing, Jenny grinned, but if I don't learn about cats, I won't win. Yeah, yeah. Natalie's jump rope blurred with speed as she jumped hot peppers. Well, let me know when you've learned enough. On Thursday, Natalie and Jenny sat together on the bus as they rode home from school. Do you want to stop off at my house and help me make room on my wall to hang Butterscotch's ribbon? Jenny asked Natalie. All right, Natalie agreed. But after that, can we play horses? Jenny nodded. Would you quiz me on some cat questions first? Natalie groaned. Do I have to? Yes, Jenny said. You want me and Butterscotch to win, don't you? Of course I do, Natalie said. I'm your friend, aren't I? When they walked into Jenny's room, Butterscotch jumped off the bed and wove in and out of their legs. I think she wants to go out, Jenny said. I'll be right back. Closing the door behind Butterscotch, Jenny headed for the kitchen. Mom, can Natalie and I have some lemonade? Natalie's eyes grew big when she saw the big, cold glasses of lemonade. Thanks, she said, sipping eagerly. I was really thirsty. Fresh lemon pieces floated around in the glasses, and Natalie fished for one, then bit into it and made a face. You, she said, sour. Of course it's sour, silly. What do you want to do first? Ask me questions or make room on my wall for the ribbon? Natalie sat down carefully on the edge of Jenny's bed. Questions, she said. Jenny handed her the book and answered questions until Natalie got tired of asking them. 
Jenny, her mother said, poking her head into Jenny's bedroom, please be sure Butterscotch is in before it gets dark. Sure, Mom, Jenny said. If we hurry, she told Natalie, we'll just have time to make a spot on my wall for the ribbon. Then I'll go let Butterscotch in and we'll show her. Don't forget you said we could play horses, Natalie reminded Jenny. I won't forget, Jenny promised. Climbing up on her bed, she carefully took down her cat calendar and poster of a cat that looked almost exactly like Butterscotch and handed them to Natalie. Here, would you put these on my dresser, please? Natalie placed them gently on Jenny's dresser. Jenny bounced off the bed and walked across her bedroom floor to see how the spot looked from across the room. She looked at the wall and then at Natalie, who was impatiently tapping her foot. I just had a great idea, she said excitedly. Why don't you come to family day, too? Do you think you could? Natalie looked surprised. I could come? Sure, why don't you ask your parents, Jenny suggested. All right, I will, Natalie agreed. Jenny pointed to the wall. What do you think, she asked. I think it's a good spot, Natalie agreed. Now, can we play horses? Jenny laughed. Okay, now we can play horses. They raced each other to the door. Just as Jenny reached out to open it, her mother came around the corner. Oh, Jenny, did you bring Butterscotch in yet, she asked. Jenny gulped. No, not yet, Mom. I'll do it right now. Mrs. Wallace nodded. Good, we wouldn't want her to be out after dark. You never know what could happen to her. Hey, Natalie said as Jenny came out, let's play hopscotch instead. By the time Jenny returned with chalk to make lines on the driveway, she had forgotten all about butterscotch. When Jenny got back, Natalie had found a small stone to use as a marker. You first, she said generously. Okay. Jenny threw the stone and started hopping. They had been playing for about 15 minutes when a loud toot made them both jump. As they stepped off onto the grass to let a big station wagon pull into the driveway, Jenny frowned. Inside the car was Dee Dee's cousin, Tevin. Before Tevin or his parents could get out of the car, Dee Dee and her family drove up behind them. Dee Dee bounded out of the car almost before it stopped. Hi, Jenny, she called. Tevin and his family are going to move into their new house tonight, so we stopped by to visit on the way over. Inside, Jenny groaned. She looked nervously at Natalie and wondered if, just once, Tevin could force himself to be nice. Tevin's mother got out of the car, talking so fast that Jenny wondered how she managed to breathe. You'd better get out and take advantage of the chance to rest, Tevin, because you'll get awfully tired unpacking your things and getting your room straightened out once we get home. I won't have a moment's peace until we get everything organized. Boxes, boxes everywhere. She turned around before she had walked halfway up the driveway to the house. Tevin, get out and visit. When Tevin stuck his legs out of the door, his mother turned around and kept walking toward the house with Tevin's father and Mr. and Mrs. Adams. Before he got out, Tevin pushed back a little brown and white dog that was trying to scramble over his lap and get out of the door. Stay here, Shorty, he said gruffly as he got out and slammed the door behind him. That's a cute dog, Jenny offered as she watched the little creature scratch excitedly on the car window. Suddenly, the dog started bouncing up and down like a basketball. Tevin glanced at the dog. He's okay for a dog, I guess. Don't you like dogs? Natalie asked. But before Tevin could answer, Natalie's mother called her from down the street. She turned to Jenny. Sorry, guess I've got to go. I'll see you later, Jenny called as she watched Natalie jog toward home. Tevin, his mother shrieked, sticking her head out the front door. Let Shorty out to do his business. Yes, Mom, Tevin said, opening the door of the car. The little dog shot out from inside the car as if he'd been fired from a cannon. Jenny giggled at him as he darted around the yard, sniffing everything. He's so short. He looks like a beagle that got cut off at the knees, she said. I don't like dogs, Tevin replied sourly. Why not, Dee Dee asked. Tevin shrugged. I just don't. I only like cats. Do you have any cats, Jenny asked. 
No, Tevin replied, but I'm going to get one real soon. Can we go inside? Dee Dee asked suddenly. I'm getting chilly out here. Before they made it to the front steps, Tevin remembered that Shorty was still running around the yard. He turned back just as a horrible squeal stopped them all in their tracks. What was that? Jenny asked. At the same moment, she had an awful feeling that she knew what it was. Butterscotch! she wailed. you have heard today is a chapter of the shoebox kids book three jenny's catnapped cat written by celeste perino walker edited and created by jerry d thomas and used with permission from the pacific press publishing association if you're interested in any other books published by the seventh day adventist church please visit adventistbookcenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955 This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.